Hello and welcome to the first proper edition of the Movie Review Podcast. I am Simon Pryor, joining me are Rich Hatton and Ant Tremaine. Hello. If a celebrity's got them, I've seen them. <laughs> Straight in there, we're, we're, we're less than 30 seconds in and you're catchphrased already. Uh, coined away. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is the movie review podcast where we're going to be uh, chatting um, about uh, a few uh, films and uh, latest ones and old ones. Uh, pretty much everything that pretty much takes our interest. You will find, for the most part, that the uh, the movies covered will mostly be oriented towards the young, uh, fashionable young male. Uh, in that there won't be many rom-coms, there won't be many... Uh, any films of that sort of description, it'll mostly be uh, probably action films, comedy films, and uh, films that involve jokes about poo. So um, that's because we don't know enough women. Yeah. So, yeah, so if you're a woman who lives locally and, and you're uh, a celebrity, and, <laughs> and he hasn't seen them, then <laughs> do feel free to get them out. And uh, Mr. Hatton will uh, will pay you in uh, in the good handshake. money to be punished. <laughs> But, Punish! Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we may may throw in a few odd random quotes like that as well, and uh, a prize of um, French 20, air. twenty pence in uh, <laughs> well, stamps will go to whoever guesses uh, the most a book from of each stamps. episode. Yeah. No, Please note, we not do not win stamps. <laughs> oh, how, how much do you think I'll <laughs> spend on this? They get twenty p's worth of stamps. Oh, in terms of condition supply, yeah. uh, the in, competition is not real. You said yeah. that far too slow, didn't you? Just say it no, like 20 well, if he says it too quickly, then they're not going to get it, are they? Well, no one ever does. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so uh, basically what we're going to cover today um, are uh, the latest cinema and DVD reviews, uh, where possible, uh, latest movie trailers, that sort of thing. Moving on to uh, the cult classic, closely followed by the rant of the week, which is Ant this week. Uh, he's going to uh, have I'm a just generally of... ranting about yeah. me. Ant's going, to, uh, no, Ant's going to rant about Ant's rant. <laughs> <laughs> Ant's going to rant about uh, Robin Hood, the new film. Uh, but we'll get onto that more of that later. The cult classic this week will be Die Hard. Uh, we're also going to cover So Bad It's Good, which is Hercules in New York, which uh, you may have uh, already listened to our uh, DVD commentary of. But we're just going to. Uh, try and summarise some of the uh, the thoughts of that film in uh, in about two minutes. Hopefully. And if not, why not? Yeah, it's uh, there. We're also going to uh, briefly talk about three D films. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have uh, a brief look at uh, a film soundtrack. In this case, uh, in this instance today, it's going to be uh, from The Dark Knight, and that's going to be Ant talking about that one again. I think this is just going to be all of you really, today. <laughs> it's it's just it? Ant's Nest again, just, isn't it? Just Ant. Uh, for those of you not in the know, Ant's Nest is uh, a radio show that Ant did uh, for about six months, something like that. Of which um, I spent most of it improvising and looking up information about bands as I was talking air. about yeah. them. <laughs> Best no, way I'll, to do it, I think. I'll get back to you after the song. You've researched things on the fly. It was all good. Um, so, and uh, to wrap it all off, we're going to uh, do uh, a top five. Uh, this week it's going to be uh, top five Tim Burton films, and again, and again. <laughs> uh, so I think me and Rich can uh, take it easy this week after yeah. the first ten minutes, and uh, and hopefully relax. Uh, yeah, just relax uh, and relax. do a bit more next yeah. time. I think. <laughs> okay, latest uh, cinema and uh, DVD uh, movie news. First of all, we're uh, going to very briefly talk about uh, Mr. Hatton's uh, disappointment that Megan Fox isn't going to be in Transformers 3. So I assume you're not going to watch that film now when it comes out. 
but I wasn't going to watch it anyway because the second one was poo. <laughs> but um, yeah. it's it's less of a reason for you to watch it. Yeah, it's, it's just one more excuse not <clears throat> to go and see it. They've got an English yeah. model apparently taking over. They've just written her out apparently. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Is back though. Yes, of which I found out apparently he didn't like Transformers too. But, well, the next one, but who did? Well, <laughs> he, he, I did slightly. He didn't like Indiana Jones Kingdom, the Crystal Skull either. Well, Again, who did? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I've heard a few rumours. This is slightly off topic, but I've heard uh, apparently that Indiana Jones Five oh. was going to uh, be on the card soon, um, but apparently that rumour wasn't actually true. But they apparently uh, they they were saying something along the lines that there wouldn't be any CG and they do it practically like they did in the first three, yeah. like, they, like they were but, meant to do in number four. But yeah, uh, but they, they didn't. They George cheated Lucas anyway. Obviously had a hissy yeah. fit. Like, no, I just want yeah. a green screen. George Lucas uh, needs a lack of a neck. Yeah. I want to do it on Actually, the computer. On, <laughs> on, on a related note to that as well, do you think George Lucas is slowly becoming Jabba the Hutt? Yes. <laughs> oh, what George it's what he's. His uh, jaundice will kick in, and he'll be slightly green, even though jaundice turns you yellow. But he'll yeah. he'll digitally in case, enhance himself <laughs> to be yellow <laughs> until, <he gets> <laughs> until he's green. Yeah. Um, that, that's actually quite funny when it says a lot when it, when there was a question on the weakest link of what was the second Star Wars film completely of animated or black and white it says a lot really, doesn't it? Yeah, it was. It's like no, it wasn't completely animated, but you're not far off. <laughs> Almost. 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 Um, so uh, that sort of well, yeah. Transformers three. Uh, we'll see what happens. Forget about it. Apparently, they're going darker rather than bigger this time. Yeah. So said. They're, they're, even Michael we'll, Bay's we'll realised his mistake, and he yeah, but like has it. he? That's the thing. <laughs> when he says Wait he has, until the film comes no. out, and then we'll pass. There's rumours Unicron might be in the third one. Uh, Not even Unicron could save Transformers from Michael Bay's appalling track record. Yeah. You never know. Michael Bay. Boom. It that's, wasn't that's, bad. Revenge that's usually the sound that follows Michael Bay. Yeah. Even even in the bath. Well, can, can, can yeah. I blow it up? Can, can I? He doesn't flush the toilet. He, can, uh, can I blow it up? He blows, he blows, he blows his feet <laughs> into pieces. It goes everywhere. Um, that's why his bathroom is wiped clean. Uh, <laughs> Three, two, no, it's probably Shit, not even a countdown, he just presses no, it. No, he's probably still up. sat on it when he presses it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that so was a wake, Wakes up in a tree. A tingle. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, very briefly, we're going to uh, talk about a couple of film trailers we've seen recently. First off, uh, the trailer for Predators. Oh, yes, that looks quite uh, good. I'm, actually, given the fact that it's got Lawrence Fishburne and Adrian Brody in it, I mean, Adrian Brody, I quite like as an actor because I saw him in The Pianist and he was all right in King Kong, I suppose. Oh, yeah, um, oh, I know which one you But mean. I, he's never really struck me as a big action hero mm. sort of guy, mm. so I'm, I'm a bit undecided, but he looks <clears throat> he looks all right in the trailer. But then again, neither does Jake Gyllenhaal, but we shall get on to this that later true. on. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, and Danny Trejo. Yeah, well, he's, he's in every Robert Rodriguez vehicle. <laughs> Ever, he's a legend. Yeah, so I mean, he'll be he'll be really good, I think. Yeah. Um, but um, the whole concept of Predators as well is something that, that that's really quite interesting. So I'm I'm quite looking forward to actually seeing that when it does come out. It's the fact uh, that the director sort of turned around and said, "Yeah, I've made this film, so you can ignore Predator 2 <laughs> well, and have this one instead." I I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't really have an issue of ignoring. Well, wanting to ignore Predator Two, but I'd want to ignore Aliens versus Predator One and Two. Yeah, Aliens versus Predator One was okay. It's all two yeah, wasn't okay. That's the best you can say about two, it. Two <laughs> wasn't too bad. The only thing it had on number one was that it was more violent, but the story just was cack. 
Yeah. And, An and alien crossed with a predator should be the best thing in the history of the world. And it wasn't. And it wasn't. Yeah. And there wasn't enough boobs for my liking no. either. Most films probably. Yeah, but they weren't celebrities. This so is they coming from the person out. that really likes Disney films as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but having said that, having said that, there's a there's sequence in the Rescuers where there's a naked woman yes. in the background. Don't believe me, YouTube it. It's yeah. been that long since I've watched it that I've forgotten about that, so I'll, <laughs> I'll take your word for that for now. But, but yeah, um, there's also a hidden penis in the uh, Mermaid Palace in the Little Mermaid. If you look, there's a, it's blatantly. It's when, it's when they're getting married. The uh, the vicar yeah. gets a stiffy. Oh God, yeah, I forgot about that one. As well, Under yeah. the sea. <laughs> Damn, uh, it's wet. I take it from. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, moving on. Uh, so the Predators trailer it does actually look really good. It sort of sets uh, sets it up with uh, the fact that there are lots of Predators, especially that sequence. There's a new one as well. Where um, where Adrian, well, I've, I've not seen that yet, but uh, the sequence where Adrian Brody is there and all of the like the the, the red lights, the, the the three red lights from all these different oh, Predators yeah. hit him, and it's just like. It's like, uh-huh. a, oh, cool. you dead. <laughs> <laughs> you dead, fool. Um, so <laughs> that bit, uh, especially, I quite enjoyed. And it sort of set up the concept quite nicely. It, it, it was done to me in the style of the Aliens trailer. When they released Aliens, it's sort of like, you know, dum, dum, dum. It yeah. sets it up like a James Cameron film. It's sort of like, you know, dr- drama, 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 drama. And then cool payoff shot with uh, Adrian yeah. Brody with all the lights on him. Yeah. And an oh cock moment. Yeah, one of them <laughs> as well, which, uh, game over, man. <laughs> if someone says that, I will send Robert Rodriguez a fiver in the post. <laughs> no, no more. Yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> yes. no, Robert Rodriguez no will be paid for his work. He will get a five pound <laughs> note. Only Chris. if someone says game over, man. Yeah. That's, that's the only point. And I'm quite looking forward to uh, Lawrence Fishburne doing his Morpheus uh, routine again. Oh, yeah. Which That'd would be, be pretty good. sweet. No, I don't I... think he can, since that film, I don't think he can play any other character. I did. He played the narrator in TMNT. Yeah, but that was basically Morpheus. It... No, he did it in the start. Yeah, of okay, Morpheus. yeah, um, it, yeah, all right then. Was he was Othello after the Matrix? Before, before. I think. Yeah. Uh, the Matrix was. Well, we watched Othello when we were in high school. We watched so. it in. Six form, Six form, so, yeah. yeah, it must have been afterwards. Do you think maybe he only knows how to play one character? He's a bit like Bruce cool Willis in that respect. Oh, yeah. And Harrison Ford. Yeah. yeah. And Sylvester Stallone. Well, Sylvester and Stallone just pretty much talk. any other big action character. From the yeah. Steven Seagal. <laughs> he, um, he's one note all the way through. You killed the, the, the people in my village. <laughs> now I must kill all of you. <laughs> Curse yeah. my pudginess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dorito. <laughs> um, ironically, it's quite funny. I, I, I did this is again slightly off topic, but uh, I, I did hear uh, recently that Steven Seagal's been doing this uh, reality TV show where he's been going around with some cops. Oh God, yeah. Steven Seagal, uh, like Justice or something, whatever. I don't know what the title of it is. I uh, Steven Seagal something or something. <laughs> Steven Seagal one of the two, and um, I, I'm sure he was. Um, caught up on charges for something or other and uh, as a result of that the uh, the show was uh, discontinued until uh, every, all the uh, issues have been cleared oh dear. against his name uh, probably not his good name, that might be going a bit too far, um, I don't know if there have been any updates on that um, if there are if there are any on the internet please uh, do let us know um, but um, I'm not certainly not aware of any um, any further news on Steven Seagal uh, mm. nor am I really that interested quite <laughs> frankly 
but uh, but there we are. Uh, the other trailer we've seen recently to get, pull it back into uh, into the, uh, what we're supposed to be talking about is the trailer for uh, the A Team. Yeah. Which yeah. Uh, and isn't keen on it but uh, I don't think you really isn't keen that's an understatement yeah, I, I saw a trailer for it again when I went to see Prince of Persia and me and my sisters looked at each other and went oh dear I Lord. think in fairness Ant, you, you missed out on the big 18 thing in the 80s I, I may well have done and yeah. you're completely missing the point of the film yeah alright <laughs> just... yeah I, I think because because you didn't grow up with the 18 no if it had been Knight Rider then yeah because I grew up watching that. Knight Rider. Uh, yeah. What do you mean? Uh, Knight Rider's cool. Knight Rider was ace. But I always a, wanted As a film, to. I'm not quite sure that would work. Whereas the A-Team no. was big and dumb. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. what else do you watch films for? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, this is coming from the person yeah. that enjoyed... Um, <laughs> oh, here we go. Come on. What have I enjoyed that you're going to criticise me for? Uh, let's see. Um, Transformers 2. Now, now, hang on. Now I'm going to redeem myself <laughs> on that one and say the more I think about it, the more it wasn't as good as I remember it being. But it was all right. It was all right. Yeah. It, it was satisfactory, was it? Yeah. It was yeah. adequate. <laughs> it satisfied me. Uh, yeah. yeah. Moving on. I, I'm <laughs> what else uh, haven't? What have I seen that you're going to criticise me for? Well, Go on. Probably Prince of Persia, to be honest, because I've heard bad things about that. I've not heard that many bad things. But I've heard a lot of bad things about I it. Haven't. It's a typical big dumb action film, but then if you enjoyed um, Pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean, then you're probably okay with it. But uh, Pirates of the Caribbean one, yes, fine. Pirates of the Caribbean two, yep, still okay. Pirates of the Caribbean three, oh, what is dear going Lord, on? What is happening? I'm so confused. But that's for another day. Yes, back onto the trailer. Yeah. it looks uh, funny. Eighteen, the eighteen. Mm. I mean, how awesome can it get? I mean, you've got face in a tank. That's parachuting down from the skies, and he's firing the gun on it at an aeroplane. <clears throat> not not just not not the actual big barreled one, the the, the machine gun yeah, on the top little, of it. Yeah, machine gun. But I mean, how ridiculous can you get? I mean, it just looks fantastic just for that alone. To be quite honest, I'm in I, complete agreement. I I'm looking forward. It's to a big it. stupid action film, and uh, I uh, I fully endorse it. <laughs> So I'm actually really looking forward to seeing that one. It should be really good. Um, but again, not if, if you're looking for story, if you're looking for a plot, if you're looking for um, emotion, emotion or anything that's beyond uh, Liam Neeson smoking a cigar and going, I love it when a plan comes together. Then um, I mean, basically Liam Neeson saying, "Unleash the Kraken." From Clash of the Titans. Oh, oh yes. Uh, basically, that sort of uh, geek. Sort of responsive. Yeah. <laughs> cool. You confused me a minute then. I'll, I'll unleash the A. What? Why would he unleash the Kraken in the A team? Come on. Why, <laughs> why was, what? Play the game. Come on. Play the game. Why, why, oh. <laughs> um, so, uh, beyond that, the, uh, <laughs> I, I just think it looks really good and I'm looking forward to it coming out. Uh, mm. We're not all in agreement, but uh, that's what makes I'll, I'll go and watch it, but I'm just a bit sceptical. If, if you minute. leave logic at the door. Yeah, I probably will. And and just go in and enjoy it for a big dumb action film. Uh, I think it's just trying to be as stereotypical as it can really with its big dumb action film sort of like uh, criteria. If you if you take it on those merits alone, I think it'd be really good. I'd probably if you try will. and take it as a serious piece of storytelling. Then I'm not going to then enjoy or, it. or or a genuinely well made film. Then probably not. To be quite frank. This is why I'm quite glad I'm not studying media anymore. Because when I was, I was. I couldn't enjoy films anymore. <laughs> I so, just I was just constantly. 
going up. Yeah, I, I think it, I think Which it's going to. I'm quite glad I don't think. Yeah, I, I'm, I do think it's going to be a really good film. Just daft at the same time. So yeah. I mean, if you enjoy daft films, then you should be uh, should be all right. Quite frankly, well and truly in. So um, the other things that uh, we've got on the list, uh, we've got the latest cinema releases because we don't really know much about DVD releases at the minute. Because we've all had a bit of a. Uh, shallow month. I I, I know I haven't bought any, but I know of a lot of them. I know, uh, and none on. of them have been particularly that interesting, if I'm perfectly honest. Okay, what's, what's come out this week? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay. <laughs> Says it all. Really. World Cups on, so that's probably uh, yeah. Probably explains a lot of it. Eminem's but, got a new CD. Yeah, that's that's irrelevant to what we're talking about. Here. <laughs> but apart um, from that, yeah. Uh, so, Oh, and uh, uh, the new Disney films out on Monday. Oh, Princess and the Frog. Yeah. Oh, I must watch that because yeah, I've not seen I, it. Yet, I wanted but... to go and see that. Uh, but the uh, the the latest cinema releases that we've got are both ones that Ant has seen. I don't know if you. I shall hand the the tiny little remote control microphone over to him. Don't drop it. I was done this tiny microphone. It's, so it's like a cherry. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so tiny. So uh, oh, first of all, watch how my belly shakes like a bowl full of jelly. <laughs> Santa Claus pun. <laughs> uh, so Robin Hood, oh, you've been dear. to see that. that. That's the the oldest film you've seen recently. So tell us about Robin Hood. Don't rant about it just yet. Just, no, just briefly go into it. Briefly, um, tell us the, the Gladiator. Story. In Yorkshire, with Nottingham, oh, I don't know where the chuffing only was, with a bit of... Sheriff of Nottingham in Yorkshire. Yeah. yeah. Um, Russell Crowe not quite Doing able that. to make up his mind where he's from. He's either from Aussie... Um, yeah, I've lost my trail of thought. Australia, Yorkshire, or he's just Maximus again. One of the two just can't and he quite have his vengeance. No, this life. He does talk next. an awful lot like this, and he goes off on one lad, don't mill, and then just it's truth, mate. But it's just <laughs> I don't that know. bad. Yeah, I mean, and he walked out of an interview because of uh, that. Someone asked him about his accent, and he uh, he got annoyed. Just oh. <laughs> so says a lot, really. Yeah. But it uh, was this is uh, fighting around the world. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh. It just and then they threw Saving Private Ryan in at the end, which didn't make any sense. If you can see from the trailers when the the French are invading the beach, it just looks like the Normandy landings all over again. Well, I have to point out when did the French actually invade Britain after 1066? I don't think they, they did. Didn't no. Ridley Scott is making up history. Yeah. Well, he's, he's making up history with alien two alien uh, prequels. Oh yes, so he is. But that so that's fictional that's history. Yeah, you can we'll, get away with we'll that. We'll ignore that for now. But um, so Robin had the film. Um, your vague opinion. <gasps> Said a naughty, it? naughty okay, swear. Well, we get on. Well, sorry. <laughs> your shop is explicit on that. Oh. Fine. <laughs> I've made it explicit. Um, oh. So uh, we'll we'll come on to that in a little bit more detail for your big rant. Oh yes. Uh, the other film you've just seen is Prince of Persia, which uh, was very good. For oh. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anymore? This is your bit. I'm no. It it was um. If you don't take it as a game adaptation and just take it as a game adapt, bugger off. <laughs> as a he's making lewd lewd um gestures, gestures at me. <laughs> Uh, the course for you, really, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, oh, he's making a lewd gesture Joe, again. And me, uh, yeah. Um, but if you don't take it as a game adaptation, just as a very good action film, then it, it, you get away with it. It's and quite you see, good. This is where you fall down with your I don't want to 
Well, oh, you, it's where you fall down with your, I don't like the look of A-team. Yeah. yeah but... Your whole argument just falls flat on its face. You um... hypocritical swine. Oh, <laughs> you're right. Like I said, I'll probably go and watch it and probably enjoy it. I've just... doesn't look very... The trailer I do doesn't... I what I like. The trailer doesn't like lend 18, to it. But I like Prince of Persia. But it... Jerry Bruckheimer, I love you. It's... <laughs> Hello, is... Justin Lee Collins. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, my lover. <laughs> no, it's, it's just... I don't know. It's it's like the, the yeah, going completely off topic. The, Opinions. Yes. The um the trailer the TV spots for Hellboy two made it look awful, but the theatrical trailers made it look brilliant, and alas, it was actually yeah. brilliant. Hellboy so. two was fantastic. I thought, but well, again, we'll, we'll yes, cover we'll, that on a, a later podcast. Another day. Uh, you you may find that uh, in these podcasts we do go off on one a little bit a little bit about other films that are sort of similar and sometimes not at all. No, well, like Eddie Izzard, we go back and forth between subjects. Yeah, but we, we get back to topic in the end. Eventually. <laughs> so we are the Eddie Izzard of the podcasting yeah. world. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. Without the yeah, without actually he's he's gone back to dressing normally for a bit, except without the transvesticism. Yeah, uh, mostly. Yes. Um, um but. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I was actually quite impressed. It was a fully English cast as well, which was good. Uh, uh, even though they're all supposed to be Persian, but that's beside the point. It's Hollywood. Uh, how how was uh, Sir Ben? He was like, actually pretty good. Mister, uh, call me Sir Ben. Yeah, he he, <laughs> he didn't have a blood rain moment. Yeah, you can't uh, call him Ben Kingsley anymore. No, he actually looked like he was enjoying being in the film rather uh, than not d- wanting uh, to be small there. Small fact for uh, video game fans: Ben Kingsley has said. Um, uh, he's not really uh, a fan of the uh, the video game. Oh. And uh, he, he, it's along the lines... Uh, Roger Ebert said basically that uh, video games would never be the same on the same intellectual level as movies. No. Now, on a slight, uh, slight, slight uh, side angle to uh, the topic at hand, again, which is, again, what we <laughs> tend to do. Eddie is um, adding off. Case in point against Roger Ebert, Uncharted 2, for story... Um, and Heavy Rain yeah. is pretty much a Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid any of the well. installments. Um, just yeah. okay. So Metal Gear Solid doesn't really make much sense for the most part. It does if you know what you're listening yeah, to, yeah, yeah, which I, 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 I go. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to start on Metal let's, Gear. Let's go back to Prince of Persia. Yes, uh, Ben Ben Kingsley. Yes, he he was very good. He played a. You can tell he was a baddie because he just looked like he'd been punched in both eyes. With, with have, some, yeah, some, like yeah, someone stuff, had just yeah. punched him in the face with a fist full of mascara or eyeliner or whatever it was. Cry havoc yeah. and then slip the dogs yeah. of Ben Kingsley. <laughs> <laughs> and, but apart from that, I mean, Jake Jindal's accent was very good. So he only slipped once in the whole two and a half hours. He's actually said as well he would voice the video game. Yeah, he'd be very good at it as well. And the, the lady as well who was in the Bond film was... Uh, Gemma she was, Yes, she was, oh, she was very nice. She worked rather well in it. Mr. Well. Hatton, we refer back to your uh, your uh, catchphrase. Have you? If, if she's got them, I've seen them. Have you? Have you seen yes. them? Okay. Oh, lovely. Are they good? Are they? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's boobs, aren't they? I mean, oh. at the end of the day, they're pretty special. <laughs> <laughs> There's just something about them. Um, but yeah, it, it was all in all, it was very surprisingly enjoyable. I think it could be a new opening for video game adaptations. Just waiting for Paul W.S. Anderson to. Uh, Catch up, yeah, because <laughs> let's face it, the special effects in Prince of Persia were bloody brilliant. And <clears throat> the sorry, special effects in the new Resident Evil film don't look very I good. I was actually just going to come on to that, actually. Uh, the, the new trailer for uh, Resident Evil Afterlife. Indeed, Afterlife. Um, the trailer looks 
okay. Yeah, it does. I, I do plan to see that in 3D. Um, they are actually making it for 3D. Are they? Oh, yeah. I'll go and see it in 3D then. So it's it's not one of these ones that's been done after the fact, Clash of the Titans style. No, or Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, sort of uh, this one's actually been made, uh, I think, using the same cameras as <coughs> Avatar. Oh, oh yes, it has. Um, yes, they had to wait in line for James Cameron to finish yeah. his after ten years or whatever so, stupid um, amounts. It so was. I'm quite looking forward to watching that film. And uh, Chris Redfield's in in the trailer for about half a second yes. in the background. So and there's a proper Albert Wesker as well. Yeah, and, he, he doesn't um, like a fat man. Oh, God, I've forgotten. There's been a character who's announced who's in the film. Jill Valentine? No, no, I don't no. think she'll be back. The actress didn't like the second film. So oh, she of course. Did, yeah. She didn't come back again. She sort of left. Can't say I blame her. The second film was awful. I liked we'll, the second we'll, we'll talk film. about Resident Evil yes. on another podcast. <laughs> another day. I'll make a note to talk about the Resident Evil. At a Evil later podcast. date. When the, uh, the fourth film comes out. Yes. We'll, uh, talk Which will be about September. Then. September. So that's when we'll, we'll talk about that. Yes. But the, the trailer, I thought, for Resident Evil Afterlife did actually look uh, pretty good. Pretty, yes, it does look um, very good. I mean, I, I'm one of the people... I, I re liked the first one to a certain degree. The second one, I thought the floppy zombies, not so good. Third one, I liked the daylight. Fourth film, I will go and see it. I will say that much. I won't hold any reservations, and I'll just go in and enjoy it. But like what you should do with uh, the I've already said I will. Liam I, Neeson's um, in it. Give, give it. A well, chance. I suppose that's enough reason for me to go. If I mean, it's enough reason to watch Star Wars Episode One. Yeah, Liam probably, Neeson. Probably one of the few reasons. To Liam watch Neeson it as well. and Brian Blessed. Yeah. What more do you want? Jar Jar Binks. <coughs> well, Moving swiftly forward, onwards yeah. from that blasphemy. Um, so <laughs> we'll go on to your rant of the week, and I shall leave this in your hands. This is uh, a rant about the new Robin Hood film. Uh, uh, you've already discussed some of these topics already, but please do go mental. Right. <coughs> do not hold back. To begin with, it's just one. In the beginning, in the there begin was Ant. Yes. Ranting. And the cinema screen. <laughs> ranting away. It oh, was. God. It was just one massive factual incorrectness it was just does that inconsistent thank you that's the, i was just going to say that doesn't sound right one factual incorrectness yeah it was that bad i can't even say it properly it was you it was can't just, get your words out properly. no it was it was just gladiator and like he tried to make it kid friendly or friendly for you know the younger generation to go and see by not putting any of his usual you know blood splurts in there left right and center and the fight seems just to look like people tapping each other on the head with swords and then dying. It wasn't, it just didn't look impressive. But Robin Hood, <coughs> excuse you, <laughs> Robin Hood in all the stories, he's, a, he's not a, a violent man. No, I know, but he is in this one. He's a warrior in this one somewhere he's a warrior. along the way. Oh, Genghis Khan. That's a, sorry, that's a, Completely a bad different. news reference. No. Um, a band with uh, Rick Mail and Adrian Edmondson. It's off topic completely. Carry on. Um, <laughs> were you saying something earlier about his name? Robin of... Long, oh, Robin Longstride. Yeah, Robin Longstride, which just doesn't make He's any sense. He's not of the Loxley family. No, he... he... But Maid Marion is. So I'm quite glad they sort of yeah. got away from that. Yeah, Marion she... of Loxley. Yeah, yeah she's not actually made that. That's the thing. She's not a she princess or she's not a any sort of royalty whatsoever, which piddled me off and it was like oh I mean he um, this is on the usual stories anyway so I'm not giving anything away with this the king dies in the first five minutes which is wrong to begin with and then he has to pretend if his son 
this blind bloke's son gets killed and Robin Hood has to pretend to be the blind bloke's son returned from war for some reason or another. I fell asleep for five minutes of it, so I don't know. But got... you hope you have a power nap. Oh, yeah, I, I, I got woken up by a big blast of music and nearly pooed my pants in the cinema. Um, and I nearly had a, a, a trouser full of minstrels. Um, oh, that is a bad <laughs> That is that a is. very bad Oh, I've just, I've just ruined my favourite sweets now. Um, <laughs> he's gone. And he's he's left. He's left. Very, very strangely got off the seat. Yes, um, and there were bits of it that... I've lost where I am now. I don't know. Um, it was just generally three hours I shall never get back ever. It was Ridley Scott trying to... How factually incorrect can I be in one film? And he did the it very well. Very. Yes, very indeed. Okay. How, how can I remake Gladiator but for kids? By making it Robin Hood. It oh. just wasn't very good at all. Oh. Okay, is there anything else you want to... Is there anything else you can think of that you want to talk about? Um, again, from the fact that it just... The ending was... Oh, the end was rubbish. The way they tied it into the usual... The way they usually tied it... Oh, for Christ's sakes. The way they tied it into the normal mythology of Robin Hood was terrible. It was just... I mean, he shot an arrow at a bloke from the other side of a beach. Bearing in mind, this bloke was riding off. God knows who's, 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 who did he kill? I don't know. So the I'm, Sheriff of Nottingham? No, the Sheriff of Nottingham was just a comedy figure throughout the whole film, which I thought Over was... Over that boy hand! <laughs> Not quite that silly. But um, it wasn't far off, actually. But it was just... I mean, he, he was riding down the beach. God knows who the bloke was, because I'd lost interest by that point. <laughs> I'd lost the will to live, I think. And, um, I think this is proof positive that uh, if a film's three hours long, it's probably too long. Yeah, well, apart from Lord of the Rings... Lord of the Rings, I yeah, can see. Lord of the Rings through. is different. It's, it's genius. The story but needs to hold you for the three hours. Yeah, this, this film didn't hold me for three hours. It's a bit like watching uh, um, Avatar. Where Eagles, Where Eagles Dare. That's two and a half hours. I've, like, I think I've it's a brilliant film, but others disagree, and that's fine. It's like, it's like Prince of Persia was two and a half hours, but I didn't notice that went yeah. quite quickly because it was very good. It's, it's, a, it's a problem if you notice the. The, the time and you're mm. actually waiting to get out. I was actually sitting there trying, getting my phone out, shining it on my watch so I could see what the time was. Yeah, I was that bored. That's far too easy. I was trying to make a <laughs> challenge. I was that bored. I was like, oh, I wonder what happened if I did this. But um, it'll make your watch go walk. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, look at this. Yucky-yowie. Oh, but yeah, it, he shot this arrow and it sort of shot up in the air, came down perfectly. But instead of hitting the bloke squarely in the back of the neck, which it should have, it hit him diagonally. Go figure. It mm. changed in mid... I don't know. It just... Continuity gap. It's just Ridley Scott going, Oh, I wonder how I can make this look very pretty. And it didn't. It looked rubbish. Really, really bad. And I can't think of much else, unless I was to watch the film again. Uh, uh, it's, that's, that'd be three hours you wouldn't get back. No, to. I don't ever intend to watch it again, because it was that bad. I blame my dad, because it was his decision to go and watch it, and we all thought it looked like good, and I'd yeah, never I, let I, him forget it. I initially it. thought it looked quite good, and then uh, I heard you talking about it and thought, nah. <laughs> I've got to say, I, know I haven't watched it, but it probably says a lot about the film when the trailers don't have any talking in it. No, they don't, do they? No. <laughs> I forgot about that. Was he really that concerned about his accent? Why not just hire Sean Bean? Yeah. <laughs> Sean Bourne. He's in a Black Death, um, which hasn't had particularly good reviews. Oh, dear. Uh, it's about 
sort of witchcraft and stuff, and um, in a, in a, obviously the Black Death. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, different story altogether. Uh, yes. So yeah, Robin Hood. Generally, don't bother with it. If you're going to watch any version of Robin Hood, watch Men in Tights. Or uh, Prince of Thieves. Which I haven't uh, seen yet. Whilst Kevin Costner does have an American accent, Alan, Alan Rickman's in it. In it. <laughs> so uh, that, that sort of nullifies any uh, negative uh, opinion you may yes. have of the film. Hello. <laughs> I am the Sheriff of Nottingham. The Sheriff of Nottingham. <laughs> Robin Roxley. Oh, please tell me he says that. Yep. Oh, <laughs> lovely stuff. Um, we'll watch text. that at some point, I think. But yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. Because I need to watch it. But not very good then. No. All in all, if you like good films and you like your Ridley Scott, or Finding the Witch, don't bother with it. Just watch Gladiator because that's essentially what it is, but in England. With and if you want landing on beaches, watch the first twenty minutes or whatever of Saving Private Ryan. Okay, uh, moving on to the next section, which is the cult classic. Uh, this week we are talking about Die Hard. Woot. Uh, <laughs> now we are going <laughs> to. Was that was that Netspeak there? It was. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, dear. I, I, it wasn't. It wasn't. Not only was it Netspeak, it was Leetspeak. Yes, Leetspeak. What? W uh, two zeros and a, a T. Oh dear. Woot. What does Woot mean? I've heard like, of Woot. Woo. Oh, I usually say woo. With a T. I put a P on the end. Woo! Yeah. Like that. Woo! Uh, anyway, Die Hard. Now, we are going to do a DVD commentary of this, but you'll have to wait until Christmas. Please, Mary. Because uh, we, uh, we, we basically refuse it's to watch Santa. it at any other time of the year except for uh, Christmas. Crimbo. Uh, which is when it's actually set. Um, also, which makes uh, sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we do watch it at the times of the year, but uh, Christmas seems to be the time it comes out the most often. Uh, now, Die Hard, uh, basically, to sum up, if you've never watched it, which it is has Alan Rickman in it. Alan Rickman is in it. Again. <laughs> That's the selling point. It's his first, uh, it's his major, first major film role. Uh, he plays a German called Hans Gruber, and uh, but Bruce he, play, Willis... he plays a German as Alan Rickman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Mystery Guest. Um, um, they're, they're trying to um, uh, right, steal. Which of the West is back? <laughs> They're Dude, trying to uh, steal um, <laughs> bearer bonds. Steal bearer bonds from Nakatomi Plaza, and that just uh, sounds like like a lovely pudding. Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> no, no bearer bonds. Uh, bearer bonds from <laughs> Ber- the Nakatomi Plaza bearer bonds. It's like he's trying to nab like chocolate eclairs or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, and obviously, uh, unfortunately uh, for them, they hadn't accounted for the fact that Bruce Willis might be visiting uh, his estranged wife uh, at the time. And uh, Bruce Willis um, escapes when they uh, they basically knock everyone off to uh, to one of the um, where they get them all get everyone together from the party. It's Christmas Eve. They get everyone to the party, and Bruce Willis escapes because they don't actually know he's there because he's not on the guest list. Um, and he escapes and starts knocking them off one by one uh, in true uh, slasher horror movie fashion. <laughs> uh, he is the Freddy Krueger of the film. Yeah. And uh, that's basically it. And they're trying to, um, he's trying to stop them, and the police are trying to get in because obviously they've locked the building down. And uh, Bruce Willis is uh, killing the villains off one by one, and then he ends up with the detonators. Where are my detonators? And um, 
That's basically it. There's a big yeah. showdown, and Alan uh, Rickman gets chucked off a building in slow motion. Yes, which is quite funny. And, and um, he makes a cameo appearance in Die Hard with Vengeance. Yeah, you know? Die Hard Three. He's in. A, he's in the very brief flashback, which is the best part of the, Die the Hard best Three. Bit of Die Hard Three, where, <laughs> where he's uh, falling in slow motion like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine a cat like Alan Rickman? Meow. <laughs> Just give me food. <laughs> It'd be the best cat ever. Yeah. Hello. Hello. I am you your want pussy. To give me food. <laughs> You will fuss me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you will fuss me because I am a cat. I am Alan Rickman. And I, I am I called dibs beautiful. on my next pet being called Alan Rickman. Did you? No. Oh, I'm a, yeah, I'm, 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 oh you are now. I'm dubbing. I'm calling Your dibs. next pet is called, called Alan Rickman. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Imagine calling that in the middle of a pod. Alan! Alan Rickman! Where? Oh, there he is. Come can, on, can boy. You just turn up. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Shit! It's the real Alan Rickman. Oh my god! Are you, you going sign to my pay pet? Me? <laughs> <laughs> I only have this indelible marker pen. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> it's just—it's not supposed to be helpful for the dog, but stick it on there. Yeah. Anyway. Dog. Uh, it's not dog friendly slash cat friendly slash insert pet here. <laughs> friendly. Friendly. <laughs> or insert Geordie here. I like pet. <laughs> um, I'm not quite. Sure, why I said that. Really. <laughs> uh, so, I, Die Hard is brilliant. It's one of those films that you can watch and watch and watch, and it never gets boring. No, that's, no. that's the uh, the appeal of and it. It's very quotable. Yeah, mm. it's just a big dumb action, action film, thing. which yeah. is probably why we're looking forward to the A Team. Yeah. yeah, probably. Except and yeah, I, <laughs> look. <laughs> You're not looking forward to it. You've, you've said so. I, I've said I'll probably said go. And, I've probably said I'll go. No, no, I, I, yeah. I stick with my statement I yeah. said earlier that made slightly more sense than that one. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so moving I, swiftly onwards. It's it's one of those really uh, fantastic quotable films, and I, I I never get bored of watching it's it. A bit any like, any it, of the Die Hard yeah. films, quite frankly. Apart Even the from, fourth one. Um, Even the fourth one. No. I've seen it once and enjoyed it. I. Yeah, it was alright. It just didn't feel like a Die Hard film. One of the, the best things for me about Die Hard is the, uh, essentially, Alan Rickman. He is the best thing yeah. in the film, yeah. quite frankly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just about everything he says is uh, supremely quotable. Yes. And uh, he's a genius. A genius in the making. And I'd like to think, in person, he's a lovely man. Yes. He probably is. I bet he's not. I bet he's a total bastard. Utter <laughs> arse. Uh, that's that's not a, a, a quotable thing, so I can be sued for whatever it is. Yeah. Slander. You'll have Slander. Alan Rickman yeah. on your doorstep. Yeah. That'd be awesome. You called me a bastard. <laughs> I assure I've you, come I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for clearing it up. Yes. Would not you come in for a nice cup of tea? Yes. No. <laughs> not a swine. <laughs> but still a legend. Alan, I love you, but you're a bit of a swine. Alan, you're a git. <clears throat> a bit like um, Sir Ben Kingsley. Uh, yes, but Die Hard anyway. Yeah, Die yes. Hard. Um, watch so it. I, 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 blotch it. I can't watch it. Stop watching it. <laughs> I think you said blotch it. No, no. Blotch it. on it. Watch it. Watch it. Chopped in uh, half. So Die Hard. That is that. Uh, highly comes highly recommended from all three of us, and uh, if uh, if it stood for Parliament, it would get my support. Mm. Yeah, Alan Rickman for Prime Minister. 
Along with, uh, in the running order of Jeremy Clarkson as well. I just realised I've left the fan on, so I'll <laughs> switch it off while we finish podcasting. Yeah. And um, um, Stephen Fry. You imagine Stephen Fry as Prime Minister. Oh, that would be ice. The country would be so much more intelligent. Yeah, stick it to the BNP. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he probably would, actually. Steady on. Steady on. Next on the big list is 3D films. We've got a couple of uh, subject headings. Uh, Isn't that the end of Thomas the Tank Engine? Or the beginning. Obviously, with uh, 3D films... They are du jour in the, uh, the cinema world at the moment. Uh, basically, uh, if a film can be put into 3D, then uh, it is. It is pretty much. Now, in some cases, if it's made for 3D, such as Avatar, then it does work and it looks really nice for it. You sort of get a nice uh, depth, you know, perception depth there. Um, but if it's converted from 2D into 3D... Like Alice in Wonderland. Like Alice in Wonderland and Clash of the Titans. Maybe not so good. How do you chaps feel about <laughs> the uh, the whole 3D thing? Well, m- myself personally. The, uh, if I, if Mr. They, Blair. He sounded like my brains then. <laughs> m- m- myself personally. My, myself personally. If uh, they've got them, I've seen them. Um, I 3D or not? I personally get, get am. On with it. <laughs> I am not a big fan of 3D, but that's going on one 3D film that I have seen, which was the converted Alice in Wonderland. And I'm going to be controversial here and say the story of Alice in Wonderland didn't particularly do it for me anyway, and the fact that it was converted into 3D just made it worse. Um, the forced percep- depth perception at times gave me. Severe migraine, um, which lasted for three months. <laughs> yeah, still I've just got over it. <laughs> but uh, the fact that I could take my glasses off and watch the film without them on probably says a lot. <laughs> yeah, the thing is as well with the 3D films, uh, what they're actually doing. Um, obviously, we've just got to the point, especially in our local cinema in Redditch, they've only just got one of the um, the, the Sony uh, 4K cinema screens. Which basically puts the uh, the entire film in high definition in a cinema, which is what I've been waiting for for years, and we've only just got that, and all of a sudden they're going into 3D films. But it's it's not only that, but if you watch a 3D film, it's actually at a much lower resolution than uh, a 2D film uh, on a 4K high definition screen. I think yeah. we watched Robin Hood in in the HD one. Yeah, because like, everything looked very clear in the Redditch cinema. They, <laughs> They are all uh, in HD, so... Oh, okay. So, um, wherever you go in, in the Reddit, they've all got the 4K screens. Uh-huh. But if you watch a film in 3D, with the real D glasses, it's in a much lower resolution than it would be if it was on, uh, in a regular 2D high-definition screen. And that's, which, one, that's one of the things I'm not keen on about 3D films. Yeah, it's... it's, it's the, the 3D glasses. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I wear glasses anyway, and... If you know, I, have you got to put them over the... Uh... Well, yeah, I would have to. I yeah. Luckily, I thought ahead and put my contact lenses in when I went to watch Alice in Wonderland. So if you're going to watch 3D, wear contacts. Yeah. If, you, if, you, if you've got bad eyesight, well, Give it's, it a miss. it's probably tough shit, isn't it? So, <laughs> yeah, 3D, in my opinion, isn't all that jazz. It's yeah. meant to be. I'm, it's all that jizz. The, uh, I mean, yeah. a lot of the uh, the things are... Uh, they're saying about it, it's like, you know, it's the future of cinema, it's getting people to go to the cinema, which I can sort of see their point with. 
uh, more people are going to the cinema now that 3D's on. But at the same time, they've only just started introducing HD. Mm. I mean, a lot of this ties into the, the 3D TV thing as well. Mm. Uh, in that people are only just starting to um, to sort of get HD uh, TVs and HD boxes and uh, being able to actually watch stuff in high definition in the cinema especially and now they're just sort of like trying to shoehorn 3D in as well and it's like too much too soon I yeah think, in my I mean I was saying to the guys before we started this that here in Redditch especially it's I would love through HD TV but it's not available in Redditch until 2011 at the earliest so the fact they're shoehorning in the 3D TV when they haven't even sorted out high definition for everybody I mean yeah people can watch the 3D uh, not 3D the freeview anywhere now yep. that took long enough to come in you know and even then it's still it's still bitty at right. best yeah yeah um so yeah stop I'm gonna say stop fucking around with 3D and just concentrate on making good films and well, uh, good telly and what they're actually doing they're just fo focusing on what money they can make that's that's pretty much what it comes to um it's a lot of it for me i mean i i, I love the fact that i mean we, the first film i saw in high definition at the cinema was sherlock holmes mm. and i didn't know they'd upgraded the screens and my my first reaction was this is absolutely fantastic why couldn't they have done this years, years ago? ago by comparison we went to another cinema um close towards birmingham and uh, they haven't actually updated their screens at all. The, the only reason we went there is because there was uh, a film on that uh, that wasn't on at Redditch until that the, the day I booked it. I, I booked tickets to go see this film, and then I got the email through from Redditch saying that it was on at their cinema. Oh. But uh, but there we go. So uh, we went to this this other uh, cinema to watch it, and they they hadn't upgraded their screen, so it's still in regular standard cinema definition, and. Um, because of that, it was um, it was jaggedy, it was, it was rough, and you could actually obviously the projectionist wasn't very experienced because you actually see where they changed the uh, the reels as well. And I thought, well, compared to the experience of Redditch, why again would I put myself through that by going all the way to uh, it's the Longbridge Cinema if it, or at Rubery if anyone goes to that. Uh, why would I put myself through that again when I've got a much superior cinema that's just like five minutes up the road in the car? And since then, it's it's like that is um, you know it's, it's I I love going to the cinema now because it's actually in the quality that I think they should have been doing for years. Yeah, and now they're shoehorning three D into yeah. it, which is sort of pointless. Yeah, I mean all these claims that three D is like the future of cinema and. Um, you know, every film should be in 3D. I, I completely disagree with that. If yeah. it's if it's made for 3D, then yeah, by all means. But if it's converted, it just hurts your eyes. I mean, I got home and my mom went, "Oh, you look tired after watching that." I went, "No, I just watched a 3D film. That's all." Well, at the same time, comparison. I've only seen two 3D films um, so far at the cinema, and that that was Avatar and uh, Alice in Wonderland. And now for Avatar, I came out, and that's obviously quite a long film. But I came out of that, and the 3D was almost sort of like seamless. Mm. It actually made the film worth watching because story-wise, I, I, I don't really rate it quite frankly. No, no. But for the 3D, it was actually really, you know, really quite nice watching it in 3D and going, "Ooh, look at all the pretty pictures." Um, but with Alice in Wonderland, I mean, I didn't know when I went to see it that it was converted to 3D, and I, I came out, and my eyes actually really did 
did hurt a lot. And then when I found out that that you'd had the same problem, uh, it sort of made me sort of think actually maybe it's not quite there yet. No, I mean mm. it's still though. Real D is a step up from the old um, the old 3D glasses. You know, with the, the like the red and green or yeah, the yeah, yeah. Sort of thing. Um, with, with those sort of glasses, I mean, I um, it's obviously the, the the cheapest way of doing. 3D is to do so, like with the, with the polar glasses, like getting the two colours and then making the 3D image out of that. I know, yes, mm. no. So it's cheaper than the glasses. Oh. God, <laughs> dang it. But yeah, um, where do you stand on it, Tony? 3D. Um, I have a point to make mm. about 3D magazines, seeing as 3D is the big thing. I've seen some adverts, but. 3D magazines? Yeah, bear with me. Yeah, oh. I'll um, I've only ever seen I've, I've seen two films in 3D both converted one was the Polar Express and the IMAX which you'd expect the IMAX to be amazing but the layers didn't work and it didn't hurt my eyes as much it just didn't work and Alice which brilliant film spoiled by shoehorned horrible hurty eyed rubbish 3D it just didn't work. I, at de- all. I debate the fact it's a brilliant film, but uh, I loved we're, it. We're, we're not going. But I am that. a Tim Burton bummer, which is yeah. why I Quite loved literally. it. Literally, yes. Um, You're in his half of the house. <laughs> yes, apart from um, Planet of the Apes, but that's a different story altogether. But it, it's <laughs> beat them to death with their own shoes. shoes. <laughs> Nasty business, really. But it's just three. It's just pointless it's not needed it will not catch it's like they're bringing out a new ds with 3d for christ's sakes yeah, 3d i think we're gonna have to put up with 3d for a little bit i um, it's just you don't need it it's not necessary it didn't catch on whenever it was first came now it won't catch on now it will never it certainly won't catch on at home it's just not yet anyway i mean not not whilst people are still upgrading to hd what they need oh, is no. to let hd bed in first and then start incorporating all the three 3d i mean i can I can see the appeal of incorporating it into the cinema, um, mm. but having 3D in the house, probably not so much. Not yet, anyway. It's not so you would add that much at home, anyway. Yeah, you probably get a sharper picture out of it, because your yeah, screen's still smaller. 3D, though, at <clears throat> home, it's still going to be a downscaled image, so you're yeah. basically taking a backwards step, going from HD to 3D, because it, it, it comes at a lower resolution, so well, I suppose this losing yeah. quality there. But I, I'm going to make a very... Slightly, well, not very. I'm going to make a controversial statement and say... Oh, what, what's new? <laughs> <laughs> another one. I'd say perhaps that's what the marketing executives are looking at because England is full of complete and utter retards who will buy into the next big fad without thinking about it's not it. not just England. Yeah. Okay, the world then. They're just, yeah. The world is full of idiots. Well, the West. Yeah. Yeah. But the Chinese are laughing at us now. Oh, Probably. Yeah. Oh, when can we invade the West? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait until 3D has been introduced yeah. fully. And then they'll and pop then out they're the all screen. going, Oh, my head! Then Get them! Strike. Beware of the rising dragon. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just... But, oh, I, I mean, Like I said, they're praising this as like, the future of cinema. It basically gives them an excuse to charge more for a cinema ticket. Yeah, that's another um, thing I don't like. Why can't they just charge the same? They'll, or make, you... they'll make the same money. Yeah, but all you're paying for is to put a pair of cheap plastic glasses. Probably cost and like for two lower quality. Yeah, exactly. So. so why charge extra for it? It just doesn't make. It's pointless. Unnes. It's like the Matrix sequels. Pointless and unnecessary. And, and we'll, unwanted. Yeah, and will never be liked ever, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. It people 
whoever invents all this rubbish needs to stop focusing on how much money they're going to make and how much money they're actually wasting. Yeah. <sighs> I feel better. And on that note, <laughs> I feel uh, so much more fulfilled. On that but note, if you disagree, let us know. Yes, yeah, and um, we will point and we'll, we will ignore you. Yeah, <laughs> we, we will just I mean, we'll tell you where to go. <laughs> obviously, uh, I'll put the email address out at the end of the podcast anyway. But uh, if you do want to uh, get back to us with any comments about what we've uh, been discussing, then uh, just drop us an email and we'll get back to you. And we'll send you a very strongly worded one back. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well Rich might send I, you I, a strongly <laughs> worded one back. <laughs> and we'll, we'll just be black. cowering in a corner. <laughs> That's a thought. If they got 3D in like in in your front living room, I don't want to watch The Weakest Link and have bloody and, Anne Robinson and, yeah, sticking poking, out. poking out the screen. You are the weakest. Jesus Christ! You've got more wrinkles than I thought you had. It just it, it just wouldn't appeal. You wouldn't. What, uh, yeah. Sorry. That's, that's, what about the 3D magazines you were talking? About? Oh yeah, yes, 3D do tell. Yeah, uh, you know the uh, the esteemed uh, publications of Nuts and Zoo. Yes. Oh yes. They. Uh, <laughs> well, I think it. I don't think it was Nuts. I, th- I think it was Zoo. They did a 3D issue. Oh. Right, where basically uh, everything was in 3D, and the advert was basically talking about. Um, this is the future of magazines. No, not really. It was basically a 3D special because obviously 3D is the big talking point, so they wanted to obviously uh, jump on the bandwagon. The, yeah, make the sales uh, go uh, go rather better than they have <laughs> been and um they had things like uh, a man reaching out of the page at you to swing a punch oh. and some women in 3d with not a lot of clothing yeah. i would imagine and i can just imagine a load of people sitting there at the, at the page going oh, oh, I can oh, actually, oh. Apparently, actually on a related note i will come back to this um they didn't make it really like realistic and put a scratch and sniff no 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 no, no 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 <laughs> there's, a, there's a related point to that that we'll come back to, but the uh, with the the magazine uh, type thing, they uh, it was obviously in uh, the cheap 3D, so it's like cardboard glasses, and that 3D never really seems to work very well. I mean, it all looks blue and green sort of anyway, so I mean, you're not really getting anything decent. It did At when least they did with the, the real dining... D screens. Oh, it's yeah. doing the same sort of thing, but it's not tinting your uh, your image of the film too badly. Mm. It, it worked when they did the dinosaur magazines and you built dinosaur skeletons yeah, yeah. out of plastic bits and it glowed in the dark. That this worked is true. That's, that's what I used, used to sit there going, I, I can touch it. Um, what about the dinosaur? And the dinosaur. Um, uh, but the, um, the, another thing I read uh, that relates to the, the, the Zoo 3D special is uh, apparently um, the next big evolution in 3D will come when people start to use it for pornography. Yeah, which is why Blu-ray hasn't really taken off. But again, that's yeah. the high-definition format yeah. being overlooked for something that is just a bit of a gimmick. That's yeah. not really Whereas high-definition has a purpose, mm. really. I mean, you can I imagine... Mean, um, I'm sure people get a lot out of uh, high-definition pornography. Oh, I can imagine it being quite the spectacle. Yes, <laughs> quite. Literally a spectacle. Yes. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's it's like the whole issue with VHS and Betamax, and or Betamax, however you want to pronounce it, in the eighties, is that uh, the only reason VHS won is because the porn industry took it on as uh, as its format because uh, it was a lot cheaper. <laughs> it's not yeah, to get probably again why it hasn't really hit it, in uh, in Blu-ray. Well, Blu-ray, just yet. Just wait, they've come down in price, especially yeah. at a, a, an esteemed establishment that is <laughs> quite dear to where I uh, dear to your dear uh, to your to, heart, to my heart and my bank account. <laughs> um, <laughs> We've actually got quite a, quite a good sale on where the, the some Blu-rays are down to eight quid. Oh, I say, rather tasty. Mm. Yeah. Um, Delicious. His master's voice. 
Yes, the very same. Mm. Um, Don't rob from Redditch, I'll kill you. <laughs> Literally, I will hunt he you will down. He will murder you. He will hunt you down. Hunt you down and he will you like uh, a fish. He will do uh, what predators do and uh, rip your uh, brain and your spinal column from your still twitching body. And Don't. use him as a trophy. Don't yeah. even tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> Movie soundtracks. Uh, now this is another bit for you, Ant. Uh, we're going to very talk very briefly about uh, a movie soundtrack, and uh, this episode it, it is for the Dark Knight, which was genius. Utter. Ant, continue. Hello, it's me again. Um, well, it 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 is by far one of Hans Zimmer's best soundtracks he's ever done. Well, apart from the fact he worked with James Newton Howard, but that's beside the point. Um, it's Anyone who I criticised it to begin with for this, um, and he made the Joker's theme. Anyone who's seen the film will notice it's just one, or two soaring notes. It just sort of starts off on one note and then gradually builds up to the other one. But whereas I used to think that was a rubbish idea, it actually you would listen to it in the film, and it worked. It's like the Jaws thing, you know. Is it a bit like the Sherlock Holmes, the latest movie soundtrack? Because on its own, it doesn't work, but if you put it in the film, it's brilliant. No, I, I, I think thing. it works on its own oh, as well. Does it work on its own? Eh? Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like it's, it's a theme that sort of goes, oh crikey, the Joker's about, but you don't know where or yeah. when he's going to pop Watch out. Watch out, Joker's <laughs> <laughs> Does he have one manky little hand? Yeah, watch my strong hand. <laughs> but it's like you know exactly what's going to happen, and like, yes, at times it does sound like a typical Hans Zimmer soundtrack with your tribal drums and your big bombastic simple orchestrations with electronic thrown in for the hell of it. But he pioneered that, so he's allowed to. Um, but you've got nice, soft, subtle uh, uh, string pieces yeah. that um, James Newton Howard came in on, which he's very good at. But um, so it's, it's essentially uh, a little bit of a combination between two. Uh, very uh, two contrasting styles, would you say? Yeah, because I mean, you listen to soundtracks like oh, which one's James Newton Howard done? Uh, King Kong, for example. Yeah. Completely different to anything Hans Zimmer would done. It's far more complex. Whereas Hans Zimmer just sticks to simple, light orchestrations yeah. and just goes mad with tribal drums, which sometimes are a bit overpowering, but they work rather well on that soundtrack. I've got drums. <laughs> Hands him a smash. But he, uh, the only thing I would say next, when he does the next one is use a choir. Because there are a lot of moments where a choir would work very nicely, but they don't. It's sort of, toss. The, <laughs> the only thing that sort of numbed it down a bit. And plus they uh, they went to town as well and um, they had the soundtrack on its own. Yeah. And then they released a, a, a new version of it that had extra pieces that weren't in that didn't make it on originally oh. like um, the Joker's theme which is nine minutes on its own I thought was the bank robbery scene but it isn't that was actually a different cue that ah. they released on the uh, the other one which was very good and unlike Batman Begins one which was, each cue was just named after a, a different kind of bat they uh, they actually took lines from the films and named them after that ah. instead it again was, a bit like Sherlock Holmes yeah only not only better. better. Yeah, because that score wasn't very good, but I haven't seen the film, so I'd imagine I'd it works. Say, in the film, it's completely appropriate. I mean, if, again, this is slightly off topic, but in the film, it's it's actually spot on. But mm. on its own, the only song that really works is the first track of the soundtrack. Yeah, you're not the first person to have said that to me yeah. as well, which is why I take so everyone's I word for it. I can recommend the film quite highly. Yes, I and do. I have a copy on it. DVD, so you can borrow it. Ah, lovely stuff. 
It's is... in with my Blu-ray. Yeah. I also have yeah. the digital download copy as well. <laughs> I got the big combo. It's like he's selling it to us all. But yeah, um, it's, uh, I, I can highly recommend that film. Uh, and the final section of the, I presume you finished. Yeah, I was just gonna finish off with anything by ninety-nine percent of hands and stuff. Get it because it is genius. Okay. Uh, and now um, we've talked about Tim Burton very briefly today, and uh, we're going to finish off with um, a brief look at uh, the top five Tim Burton films. Now, we're not going to go into too much detail, we're just going to do uh, a big countdown. Five. At number five, Sweeney Todd. Uh, I quite enjoy this film. I don't know about you. Alan Rickman's in it. Alan Rickman. Yeah. And he sings. Pretty yes. well, man. Pretty <laughs> I, I remember going to see it at the cinema. There was a. Yeah, Massive. we saw it at the cinema as well, and then I bought the Blu-ray. Oh, uh, it was I. I haven't got it on Blu-ray. I've got uh, it on DVD. I need to get it's it. In a, it's in the sale at a, a certain well, establishment. establishment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a, a voice of uh, a certain variety. Yeah, um, Sweeney Todd, very good film. Um, very violent, not for the weak of heart. It's not that violent. I've seen violent. I've seen worse films yeah. that are eighteen. Yeah. I mm. actually don't actually know why it's an 18. But nah, never mind. Perhaps it's, just, it's quite graphic. Perhaps it's not so much the violence, it's being, uh, the graphic nature of it. It's just like <laughs> they're eating them in a pie. It's Helena Bonham Carter's face <laughs> that made it an 18. And ironically, <laughs> they made it massive in Alice in Wonderland. Yes. Four. Four is Batman, the original Batman, uh, with uh, Michael, Michael Keaton as the diminutive uh, titular Dark character. Knight. Isn't um, Jack Nicholson in that? He is. Yes, he has the Joker. He, um, he, uh, he basically is the main character in that film. Because uh, his ego was such that um, he uh, <laughs> he basically took over and uh, became the central focus of the film. And Michael Keaton's Batman is essentially um, the supporting character. In, in the it. background, yeah. Uh, but that's Jack Nicholson for you. Mm. But he played the part very well, I yes. thought. He played it very well indeed. He's uh, a different kind of beast to Heath Ledger, who uh, also played yeah. very well. Yeah. Uh, three. Number three, uh, Beetlejuice. Uh, uh, Michael Keaton again. Uh, also Winona Ryder. And a wheezy. All right, we've got a movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it was just mindless. And fun, uh, really. Alec Baldwin. Was he in it as well? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, Gina, Gina, Davis. Gina Davis as well. Chris. Where's Gina Davis at these films anymore? <laughs> Probably hasn't got a good comfy keto show. <laughs> Chris? I think I've told you already. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so uh, they're it, both in that one. It and, was just a mindless and laugh. And the mother from uh, Home Alone. Yeah, uh, can't remember her name, but uh, she was in Home Alone. I say Karen from Home Alone, I'm probably wrong with that. Yeah, Karen, Karen sounds about right. Uh, someone will hopefully correct us. If, you li- if anyone's listening out there... Please correct us. Please, please talk to us. We, we don't, we have don't do our things. research. Please tell us no. what to do. Two. Number two, Nightmare Before Christmas, which uh, uh, is another quintessential uh, Christmas Eve film. Genius. Genius is what it is. Utter stop motion genius. And that is all. Up until last year, I'd never seen it. Oh, what? oh dear. I have seen it now. That's all right, then. It is one of the best musicals Look, ever again. written. I point you to my vast collection of <laughs> There's a lot to get through. I'll give you that. 
but it, it, it is it, it's an, if you like musicals watch it for Christ's sakes watch I went to oh I tell a lie I've seen three films in 3D I went to see that in 3D yeah, and it was genius in 3D well, really. it's one of the that first was converted, wasn't it? the only converted film I've ever seen that works in 3D because it was brilliant and I sat there singing along at the back of the cinema all the way through it was, I looked quite sad but it was brilliant marvellous anyway <laughs> one Thunderbirds are go Number one is, uh, of course, Edward Scissorhands. Uh, uh, it's I, I, I quite like the juxtaposition in that film. You've got um, a nice, uh, colourful... It seems like um, an inverse Tim Burton film, really, because it's, it's bright, it's colourful, and into all this bright colour and pleasantness and happiness and joy, you've got Edward Scissorhands, who is the quintessential Tim Burton character, mm. I think. It's just like, you know, if you've got you've basically got a Tim Burton film and it's flipped uh, upside down that's my mm. opinion of it it was and plus the, it the, doesn't actually turn into a proper Tim Burton film until you get to the house at the end no I mean it had um, from, the, from, from the graphic uh, the, the style part yeah I mean you had the the, the, um, the houses and whatnot the neighbourhood was apparently uh, from what I read in his biography was very similar to the neighbourhood he grew, Burton grew up in ah. apparently very plain bland and boring from what he said, it were his exact words, and um, that's why he decided to make it essentially like that, and it is exactly like that, apparently. How's wives always gossiping on the street corners and whatnot? Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's sort of like classic 50s-esque America mm. as well, isn't it? He just took so, it and took the piss out of it, <laughs> even more so than what it so, usually is. Um, but apart from that, genius film. Best and, film um, ever made. That pretty much wraps up our podcast for uh, for this week. Um, we'll be back with uh, more inane movie-based ramblings at some point in the near future. Mm-hmm. Maybe in a week, maybe in two. Well, who knows? We'll see how we do. Um, so uh, we'll sign After off there. After I get there. paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening if you have been. Goodbye. Scott Shelby. If, if, if I've got him, I've seen him. <laughs> <laughs>